0: Father, and the Son of the Holy Ghost. Amen. The best sermon is a short sermon. Someone once made this remark, and the person went on to say, the shorter, the better. What is the purpose of a sermon, dear faithful? You just saw the priest remove the maniple and the chasuble before making his way to the pulpit this signifies that the sermon is not actually part of the Mass. What is the purpose for this interruption? According to the Sacred Council of Trent, priests shall, at least on Sundays and solemn feast days, feed the people committed to them with salutary words according to their own capacity and that of in the Old Testament God expressed this pastoral concern for his people to prophet Ezekiel, saying I will feed my sheep and then to prophet Jeremiah I will give you shepherds after my own heart who will feed you with knowledge and understanding and in the New Testament Christ our Good Shepherd went on to remind St. Peter, not once, but thrice, Simon, Simon, son of John, lovest thou me more than these? Feed my lambs, feed my sheep. Priests are the ambassadors for Jesus Christ. And our mission, unworthy though we are, is to feed Christ's sheep, not our sheep, but Christ's sheep. Beseeching them continually in his holy name to be reconciled to God. It is our duty to persuade you to break the pact which you have made with the flesh, with the world, with the prince of this world, in order to enter into a new covenant with God. Notice. That the Holy Council reminds priests to feed the people committed to them. The exercise of the ministry is to be dedicated mainly to feed the souls committed to his care with salutary words accordingly. The priest is to take good care of his own pasture by a continuous study of sacred sciences and frequent frequent conversations with the Good Shepherd, lest the sheep may say that the grass is greener on the other side. He draws from the treasures of Holy Scripture, feeding the sheep with the Word of God. Such, dear faithful, is the purpose of a sermon, salutary words to touch the heart to effect the true conversion. In today's Gospel, St. John the Evangelist gave us these mysterious words. Yet a little while, and you will see me no more. And yet a little while, and you will see me. Words. Words have meaning. A little while is translated from the original Greek, mikron which gives us the impression that this little while is so microscopically short that in just a blink of an eye, the disciples will see Christ again. St. John, the beloved disciple of Christ, as you know, placed his pure and virginal ears by the Sacred Heart at the Last Supper. His words have meaning. His words were carefully chosen from the treasure box of wisdom and knowledge. The Latin translation, modicum, means much more than just a little. It not only describes a small and limited quantity, and in this case a length of time, but also qualifies it as being moderate, or better yet, better yet faithful, Reasonable, Yes, a little while is a reasonable amount of time. This little word, modicum, is full of tenderness, and our Lord employed it with the aim to make the grief of his disciples more bearable. It is as if he is saying, Yes, yes, my dear flock, you shall indeed lament and weep and it will feel like an eternity, but I assure you that it is a reasonable period of time. Do not worry, I shall see you again in no time at all. Trust in me. Your sorrow will turn into joy, so much so that you will forget all your grief. Your heart shall rejoice. I have placed your happiness in a safe place in eternity. Where not even death, no one can take your joy from you. One finds such comfort, such consolation in this little word modicum, for it gives much hope in times of affliction. Two lessons can be drawn from it. Firstly, it teaches us not to be surprised by the instability inconstancy, and the vicissitudes of this present life. Nothing is stable here. Nothing is fixed. Nothing is permanent. Sadness is always mixed with joy and joy with sadness. We must instead be ready to accept whatever tribulation, shame, sickness, or trouble God may choose to send our way. Secondly, the word modicum teaches us to avoid exaggerating our crosses an example, our Lord Himself compared His passion only to a chalice. The chalice which my Father has given me, shall I not drink it? Who can imagine? Who can imagine the pain and sorrow He must have gone through? And yet He calls it just a chalice.
1: Knowing this, whenever God will
0: send us a cross, we should avoid blowing it out of proportion. We should try instead the example of our Lord to make it more bearable by making as light of it as possible. After all, after all, dear faithful, our trials and tribulations are but a modicum in comparison to His sufferings. In the same way, in light of eternity, Our life here in this valley of tears, it is but a microscopic modicum of time. It is truly a reasonable amount of time to arrive at heaven, calculated by God's infinite wisdom and allotted to us by His mercy and goodness. In this light, the word modicum also has a sense of urgency for our time is limited and it will soon come to an end. At long last, the time has come. In just a little while, this sermon will come to an end. The priest must now return to Calvary to offer the sacrifice of the Mass. The sheep have been well fed and fattened with one little word, one modicum of a word. It may be little, but it is very salutary. It brings out the tenderness of our Lord. It reminds us that our sufferings are very little indeed, considering our many sins. And lastly, it hastens us to quickly part ways with the flesh, with the world, and the devil, for our life, our alive will end in just a little while in a little while our sorrow shall be turned into joy for we shall see christ lifted up at the consecration in a little while we shall receive him body blood soul and divinity and our hearts shall rejoice in a little while tomorrow we shall rejoice with the queen of heaven during this month of may and through her intercession we hope to obtain in a little while, the joys of everlasting life. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.